So you found us. Okay, welcome to the team. You're listening to Jack, the Jack and Daxter podcast. Don't get in my way. Okay, hello, and welcome to Jack, the Jack and Daxter podcast. I am joined by other people, as usual, if they would like to say hello. Hello, I'm Orestes. Nice to be back. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hello, I am Gabinetto. <laughs> Bonjour, mademoiselle. This is the long wall CJ. <laughs> This is actually episode 10. I did say on the last one that that was episode 10, but it turns out I can't count to 10 when I was uploading. So Uh-oh. it happens. This is the milestone. The whole metric system is ah. based off of 10s. Come on now. I know. It was it was dumb. <laughs> but here we are. We all get to be on number 10. This episode, we're going to be going through the news and updates, the bits of news and updates mm-hmm. we have. And then we'll be doing our mission by mission on the Precursor Lost City. All right. I'm excited. Great. Let's go underwater and dive. Oh, I, I do love this mission. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first in the news for Jack and Daxter, Naughty Dog has announced that their best games will be backwards compatible on the PS5. They said, we're excited to share that all of our PS4 games will be backwards compatible on PS5, including The Last of Us Part 2, The Last of Us Remasters, Uncharted 4, Uncharted, The Lost Legacy, Uncharted 1 to 3, and the Jack series. <laughs> yeah. And they post a little picture. There's hope. Pretty pretty much their whole game agenda except Crash. Hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah interesting. that is weird. Yeah. I wonder why they didn't want Crash. Uh, Naughty Dog has lost the rights to Crash Bandicoot a <gasps> lot of years now. Oh, uh, no. well, that explains yeah, things. It has been given, yeah, yeah. It, it, when Naughty Dog finished with Crash and went to do Jack, the rights were on Sony's behavior. But then Sony did a contract oh, yeah. with Interactive Studios Productions, which then took it and gave it to Traveler's Tale, which make the PS2 Crash games. And now actually Activision owns Crash Bandicoot. That's why Activision made Crash Bandicoot e. 4. Ugh, I wouldn't trust Activision with my freaking your foot. <laughs> I wouldn't trust them with anything. They are a horrible developer. Well, actually, Activision it's not so much of a developer anymore. He's more of a company. Like it, it, it buys other uh, indie developers and companies to make their games. Oh, so they're and the Disney from... of video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Because now Activision has Blizzard. Activision has uh, all of these companies, Vicarious Visions, Toys for Bob, and all other companies that. And, wow. uh, and all other developers. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I think is weird is that Disney does absolutely no internal video game developing of their own, really. They outsource mm-hmm. all of their video games to other companies. Mm. They're good with animations, not games. I mean, that Spider-Man <laughs> game that everyone loves, Marvel and Disney had absolutely nothing to do with that. Right. Mm. Well, mm. Jack made a good comment about the picture they used, and I think it's just about the games in general. He said that the Jack and Daxa games are the only ones in that sort of sequence of games they're updating that actually has any colour. And I'm looking at the picture they included, and he's really right. The rest are yeah. really dull. I mean, yeah. yeah. Because, uh, so yeah, sorry, I just want to say, yeah, because Naughty Dog always wanted to be more dark. They did crash, they were like, yeah, okay. They, then they did Jack mm. and Daxter 1, and they're like, okay, now we need to go into GTA territory. So we need some dark, dark things, yeah. So that's why Uncharted was a little more happy, and then The Last of Us is very dark and pessimistic as a series as well yeah if they use the picture from jack 2 they probably instead of jack 3 Mm. uh that's on the far right if they use jack 2 it probably fit the color sequence Mm. Mm. yeah a little bit bluer and grayer (laughs) i'm looking a little darker Mm. Mm. 
Okay, moving on. The next bit of news. This Jack put this in and I thought it was quite cute. It's something from the QI Twitter account. <laughs> they posted a picture of more than 500 intricately carved stone balls that have been found in Britain, most of them in Scotland, that are thought to date from more than 4,000 years ago. Nobody knows what they were or how they were used, and they look surprisingly <laughs> like precursor cells, power cells. It's confirmed. Jack and Dexter's real, <laughs> based off a true story. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you believe in the multiverse theory, there is a universe out there where the entire Jack and Dexter universe plays out exactly like it has in the games. <laughs> mm. See, what we need to do now is look up the length of uh, Britain, British people's ears. See how long they are. See, we got we to gotta get this ball rolling. Is Are they real? In case we evolved from having very long pointy ears. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I always oh wondered, God, like, yeah. that was the only thing that they changed, really, for the human physique, other than just the odd colored hair. Mm. Is just making them have really pointy ears. Yeah, and the slightly right. more robust mm. feet. Well, nobody wears shoes in this universe, so yeah, they have to have pretty big feet. Pretty big, tough feet. Yeah. I mean, looking at the picture, I know I sort of harp on about it, but they kind of look like they're from Harry Potter, you know, the cuffles. <laughs> I agree. Harry Potter has always come in our conversation, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if we don't talk at least one time about Harry Potter, it's not exact protagonist. <laughs> but no, no, you're right. You're right. They look like the balls they use to play Quindits. So, yeah. Yeah, they look like Harry Potter balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that the picture with the potter balls on it, that came out on the 30th of September. I don't know, who made this note that says, Precursor Temple in Scotland, let's go? I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> me? I mean, I mean, if there is one there, let's let's go. Let's find it. I, 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 was, I was kidding, but, like, seriously. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so weird. I'm curious what this next thing is this book yeah mm -hmm. okay so this next piece of news is about a new book coming out on the crash and jack games jack again is our news person and he put this in so it's from mm. the french company picks and love publishing i can't does anyone want to have a bash at this name garten bolanga <laughs> thank you okay. and he is the author of behind the scenes of the harry potter video games which i was very pleased that jack put that in that's cool uh -huh. It looks back on the origins of this exceptional California studio thanks to some 30 interviews, including the two founders. Mm. I think that looks pretty cool. Mm. I'd want to listen to like an audio version, and it's in French. So let me get this straight. Is this like an, um, an interview they're going to do, or what? It is a book comprised of interview, interviews, ah, it's a book. I believe. Ah, it's going to be a book of an interview. Okay, I yes. see. So like like a very big article, <laughs> let's say, yeah. Mm. That's cool. I, w I really do hope that they translate this to English. Uh, Jack said that they seem to have plans to translate it to English, so that'll probably be on a future episode. Yeah, because I don't really understand why Jack and Daxter is so big in Brazil and, Sp and Spain, and <laughs> you cannot find a lot of material in English. What are the know. games? Do they not translate the games into Spanish and French? And no, I mean the fan base of Jack and Daxter games are like fifty percent of uh, of Spanish speakers. Hmm. So it's very hard some oh. sometimes to find information. Like look at our guy that was making the remake on the PS5 oh, that Louis he David. uses. Yeah, Louis David right. exactly that he's using Spanish everywhere. 
yeah, like you you really need to learn some Spanish to find the hidden info about Zaki Daxter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, CJ, are you gonna do like a? Cause you do YouTube videos. Would you do a YouTube video, like an audio commentary on the book? I would love to listen to that. <laughs> mm. Um, mm. I mean, I I could. I guess I could do a review or um something and uh, this i mean i would have to you know read it first obviously and if it's not <laughs> i mean the and the only way i probably wouldn't do it if, if the book was bad i don't like doing reviews and stuff on things that are bad i don't like criticizing other people's work mm. well but let's then. pray that it comes out in english too yeah yeah it is they do have plans to put it in english but yeah i mean you never know with these sort of things i can read a little spanish mm. so i mean it might not be that can bad. you yeah just a little bit, like basic nice. conversational in uh, Spanish. You can translate. Say Jack and Dexter in Spanish. <laughs> Jack and Dexter. <laughs> I was hoping you'd just say Jack and Dexter in Spanish. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, I'm too slow for that joke. <laughs> I followed uh, Pix Loving Publishing on Twitter just in case for any updates on that book because I definitely want to know more about mm -hmm. it. Oh, that's a good idea. Do they have a release date? Uh, not that I've seen. Just that they're coming out with the book. What is Noel 2020? Is that December? Uh, yeah, it means Christmas, Noel. Yeah. Ooh. Christmas mm -hmm. gifts. Christmas gift. Well, yeah. I'd buy it. And I might buy behind the mm. scenes. I'm already hearing Christmas music on the radio. Oh, oh, that's awful. Yeah, no, it was terrible. <laughs> it's not even Halloween. I know, that's the worst part. Mm. I am ready for mission by mission. I am ready also. Are we all ready for our main discussion, mission by mission? Yep. Sure. Yeah, let's go. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is our mission by mission discussion for the level, as it were, of the Lost Precursor City. Love this mission. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The first thing I noticed was the music, and it's like once you get into the city, it just goes really funky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like a bit like Animal Crossing, that sort of thing. Ah, mm, mm, I've never yeah. played that. I actually, I will say I've it's, never played Animal Crossing. Oh, dear. it's the classic underwater theme. Like uh, you know, it has some depth, some bass behind it mm. to show that you're underwater. Right. It's the it's like the same use the, if you've played Mario sixty four. It's the same kind of feeling right, when you go right. to the underwater level. I want to say mm. Jack and Dexter does have uh, inspir inspiration when they were making the game. Inspiration from Super Mario 64. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. I think, too, there's just a real strong Disney-esque vibe to a lot of these levels and a lot of the story. True. And I think Disney mm. was very much in the middle of their comeback, I think, when this game came out. So mm. makes sense. Mm, early 2000s early, yeah the early 2000s for disney yeah yeah that's another thing have any of you seen um either treasure planet or atlantis which yes. came around love those mm -hmm. two movies yeah they came out around the same time actually mm. you know right around the time that the jack games mm. were uh, they were also like really big bombs too because they were so expensive and nobody went to go see them it's really sad <laughs> yeah they only got appreciation after years after so it is pretty yeah. sad. I know I was very upset when I learned that because I absolutely love those two films and they I thought they were mm. ma amazing. <laughs> okay, another point I wanted to make was that I, I should have mentioned this at the start actually, but have you guys noticed on the way to the Precursor City, like between the arena area and the Precursor City, there's like those chimes in the middle, like as you're mm. going over the rafts? 
Yeah. Yes. They've actually put in like a sound effect of chimes <laughs> that only goes like as you're passing that bit. I hmm. thought that was such a nice detail. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Love it. I'll have to go back. Yeah, it is. It gives it gives a little feeling, and you're like, uh, oh, I hear the chimes. Where are they? And why did they put them there yeah. instead of the sea? Yeah. Exactly. It's a, mm-hmm, nice detail. I agree. I want. I did want to have a discussion on what we thought the Lost Precursor City is, but I feel like that might be a bit meta for this segment. I did have ideas. Um, I thought that with just, especially that main area where you see like the Scout fly and power cells and those tubes. And you, then you have that one level where the dark eco is rising and it looks like some sort of dark eco silo. Could have been like some mm. sort of ancient precursor storage facility. Mm. That makes sense right. because I was going to say this does not look like a city. It looks more like a mining. Yeah, it doesn't give city vibes. Exactly. Like there's no signs of civility. There's no remnants of housing. It's just like a mine for es- Especially when we, what we take into effect fact what we know about the precursors and how they really looked and operated and doesn't look like any place that an otzel let alone the civilization <laughs> of otzels could live yeah that's such a good point i forgot that they would all be otzels the precursors well i think the the name comes mostly of lost atlantic city like the lost city of atlantis so they just yeah. want to make a reference to that and that's why they use the word city in there which, of mm. course, I agree, doesn't look like a city at all, but they might want it to make the Atlantis reference, so that's why they use the city. But I would love if they actually sure. made it look like a city. Like, that would be so much more moving going through well, it. Well, yeah, because technically mm. the last level of the game is called the... Um, the pre- it's another, like, precursor city, but it's just a giant, like, room full of moving platforms. Mm. What is this hidden loading times that you've put? Oh, well, you know me. I love the technical issues behind the game. <laughs> I do like the elevators because you can just sort of roll around. I just like yeah. jumping and seeing what you can do with it. Yeah, yeah and I just love that, that as well because when you go from the entrance, you don't realize where you're going and then a whole elevator is going down. And you're like, where, where I'm heading at? I cannot see mm. where I'm going. And then you the exit it. Yeah, then you exit it and you're like, oh, stamp. Uh, yeah and also there is a an an infamous glitch that you can get out of the elevator and explore the underwater (laughs) of of outside yeah it's pretty creepy but because you're out of bounds of the game but yeah you can actually go out and then start falling and then you get to the sea floor you just glitch there and you could go without with swim with the fishes and stuff you can also google it yeah you can also google it on youtube as well yeah i'm gonna do that because i've never heard of that I would really like to know the idea of not it of why you don't make an underwater level that you swim and do things while swimming. That's just a, a question. <laughs> I think with animation, and I know that I learned this just from watching behind the scenes on Aquaman, is um, when you're doing underwater like CGI and animation, it's just really hard and difficult to animate like hair and other things like that and it's a whole nother level mm. of mm. like work it's a ho- it's entirely another ball game from like just animating like just f- fresh air or an open air environment it's um, i imagine that is why it could just take a long yeah. time to render so that's why it's not done very often yeah that makes sense but you know yeah i was thinking like this is not took they can do it <laughs> they do love detail <laughs> true i think they were already <laughs> stretching the limitations of the ps2 though with this game so mm. Mm. They can leave that for Jack 4. It'll be the first mission with Underwater. Yeah, like mm. how you said, they're, sh- they're stretching <laughs> the uh, 
game limitations, that's possibly why they didn't have too many, like, Jack swimming underwater, doing things. Because if you... With the... Because Jack already doesn't do much when he's underwater. He's underwater. Like, you can't punch. You can't kick. You're just underwater swimming mm. around. And that's mostly mm. to go and find, like, orbs and secret little water spots and such. Uh, so yeah. that's possibly right. also why the Lost Precursor City doesn't want you to or when they made that level they didn't want jack to actually be in the water doing things because they already probably said it to him just being underwater and doing whatever so right Mm. and it's also like their kind of get out of jail free card as far as like having characters stay within the limits of the map and not going beyond the boundaries and trying to glitch and hack and do other things like you can do in jack Mm. 2 and jack 3 uh yeah my scenes Mm -hmm. uh i just love uh, from the water switching from you know good nice healthy water to zappy poisonous water i don't know what that's really going on with the water but as it glows up i really enjoy how it uh glows and reflects off of the machinery uh that you see around yeah. the walls underneath platforms and things like that it uh it's a nice look it's very aesthetic to me and it's very it makes yeah. it a very uh standout level i'll say that yeah, I think it definitely adds to the aesthetic and why it's so pretty. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to add this into the agenda, and Cherry, you might appreciate this, but just a personal note: like the very, f- I'm one of the very first times I played through this mission. I was listening to Daft Punk's Discovery album, and now every time I oh. play through this mission, or I, mm-hmm. you know, play Jack and Dexter in general, I'm always reminded of Daft Punk, and I always want to go play um, <laughs> Discovery every. And I think this, the album in general really huh. matches the vibe and tone of that area it's very that is that is cool jesse showed me some music from that and that yeah i think that would be a really cool one music one track day to to. one day we need to make an episode of a backstory <laughs> of yeah each, of each and every one of us because for me jack and daft punk is one combination that uh, grew me as a person so <laughs> Yeah, I can relate, CJ, a lot, believe me. <laughs> I, I, and I think, well, I would love Daft Punk to do the music maybe for another Jack game if they ever... <laughs> and one can dream. Mm-hmm. Okay, this leads us on to the first actual power cell that we get, which is to follow the coloured pipes. I tried to order these in the order that we'd go through the level. I'm fairly sure mm-hmm. that's the first power cell, right? Yep. Awesome. I think so. I can tell, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I thought this was a really neat level. It's it's definitely one of the more creative puzzly missions. Like that first the first area and the second area that this follow the coloured pipes is actually on. They're like a mess. It's just nutty like little bits and bobs of puzzles. Mm-hmm. And before you exactly. go on, Cherry, I was actually just thinking about this. I think this level is the level that I accused Boggy Swamp of being. It's like a, a completely optional oh. level that you can just bypass and not really do unless you just want to go in for extra power cells and go for that 100% completion. It's not necessary to visit this area at all. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no power cell in the first area and it's just like little squares of concrete with you know new enemies on there's a puffer <laughs> lurker that's a new enemy oh i liked God. the puffer lurkers i hate them <laughs> <laughs> oh the flying ones because they're hard to hit yeah that's why exactly yeah. that's true. and you never know when they're gonna inflate or deflate it's all a big mystery <laughs> yeah no, orange. i agree with that are, actually aren't they orange or are they purple 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 i don't know why i thought they were orange and they they follow you yeah before and they puff up. 
Yeah, and also you it's the first time you find the double lurker enemy. The, yes. the, the one that is holding the other lurker on its back and it's just a big tall thing. <laughs> That's like one of my favorites. So, yeah, actually it's pretty it's pretty stupid. It's, it's pretty dumb as an idea in general. But yeah, it's it very is. satisfying to kill both of them. Yeah, it's very satisfying to kill them. <laughs> I love that if you hit one it comes off and you have to kill them both. I do yeah. I thought that was nice. I like it. <laughs> so <laughs> Pure platforming and timing skills. Uh, yeah, definitely. When you have to reach the top of the red pipe that the parcel goes, you have some platformings that they move and the one is moving up from the other and you really mm. need to time it because if you fail, you cannot go back up. You need to restart the whole process again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the the timings get more exact as you go through the levels, but I feel like the timer on this one was really quite generous to get there and back. Mm, yeah, but if you fell down, you didn't have the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah you're doomed. Mm. It's a great level. I love, it gives me uh, speedrun vibes. The fact that yeah, you I could see that. have to get to a certain point at a certain time. Uh, and it's, a, you know, you got your basic platforming things going on with the mm -hmm. blocks coming out of the, I don't know what to call them, blocks <laughs> coming out of the wall. Oh, those walls. Yeah. Uh, I hate those. <laughs> I always yeah. do the uh it's a it's a typical move in speedrunning where you do like a punch and it's a punch uppercut as you're falling off a mm. ledge it'll launch jack like an extra like couple feet and so you can if you use it just right in certain spots you can just skip over the platforms that are coming in and out of the wall and just right. kind of get get to the power cell in way bigger chunks that's how I usually would go about it my favorite move of jack to be honest <laughs> The spinning uppercut, my favorite move. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that helps too. Okay, are we ready to move on to the next mission? Raise the chamber? Yes. The chamber, not the chamber. Yeah. Yeah. My, I thought this one was really easy. I don't know about you guys, but all you had to do was hit the spinning balls. There's no timer. There's, it's not really a challenge. It was really easy. See, I kept getting killed by those lurkers. Yeah, that's what makes it difficult. <laughs> really? Yeah, these damn lurkers. Yeah, they keep spinning around everywhere. They're hard to jump on. For real. See, I liked... Do you like them, though? I like that when you kill them, they come out of the machine and then they die. I, get, I like that you get to see them outside of the machine. Yeah, that is kind of cool. I've always liked that in the Jack games, there's always enemies that are using weapons against you, and then when you get close enough, they jump out of the weapon and then start fighting mm. you head on. Yeah. Yeah. I do wonder, though, what are the spinning balls? Do you have any ideas? Probably, like, electrical conduits, maybe? Mm. Or for and, the, yeah. the Blue Eco? Yeah, mm. something like that. It's probably what they found in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I just wanted to add that, that actually there is a timer. I don't know how you guys did it, but if you fail to charge them in time, they go off. Yeah. Maybe Terry, oh. maybe, yeah, maybe Terry, you're very good at this. There is actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably 15, 20 seconds probably. Yeah, because yeah, because if, for example, a spinning lurker hits you and you fall down, you have to redo the whole process again. Uh, and only when you get them all light up at the same time, the chamber rises out. Wow, uh, I'm impressed with myself. You should yeah. be. Yeah, you, you got it the first try. Uh, I was just saying, I didn't notice that the first playthrough, though. Second playthrough I did, because with the first one, I got rid of the lurkers first and then mm, charged the, the same. blue thing, so I didn't notice that there was a timer. Yeah, I always do the same. You know? That's the smart way to go. Second I wouldn't have thought to do that. I'm just like, ah, I'll just get through this. If I get hit, I'll just 
wait for them to all reset. Also, I like because it's an it's an alternative ending or an alternative exit of the level. Like you can take the chamber and go out, and then you can just stay out. And if yeah. you want to go back up, you just take the chamber and go back up where you left the level. I feel I know... like it's too early though. To yeah. Option. Yeah, I think they just put that in so they so you can see how they went in and out of the Lost Precursor City. Mm. Because okay, they have oh. yeah they have they have the elevator, but how will they bring like a huge amount of silo fico with them? They put them inside this chamber, which is very big, and then they rise it to the top, and then they went back down. Do you know that is really interesting? Because I thought they were just being like really unorganized and lazy, but when you say it like that, it's like they actually put extra effort in to make it more. Oh come on, they're realistic. they're right. They're the precursors. This is a mission that Kira gives you too, so I think it's it makes sense that mm. she's the one that's interested. And in also, this place we're too. talking about the precursors here. They organize everything. They might be odd souls, but they are the most powerful beings. Shh. We are. <laughs> <laughs> they they even they even have uh, vending machines for power cells. Mm. Yeah, and then I was just uh, going to say when you when you throw the chamber out, it's hard to get on top of it to catch the power cell. I think you have to do a double jump spin move to reach it. You just cannot do just a single double jump to reach there. Yeah. Well, isn't there like a thing of rock right there for you to climb to the top? Yeah, yeah, but it's if quite you, a reach, though. Yeah, but you, yeah, you have yeah. to go like very expand yourself to reach the top. Otherwise, you just glitch and you fall down the water again. I didn't know that when I was a kid, uh, that the water was shallow. <laughs> I know they probably mentioned it, but I, my small brain didn't pick that up. So when I rose <laughs> from that chamber, I had this trick because I was like, I don't want to go into the water. So you know how when you raise. <laughs> It's it's called a ruin, I guess, uh, an underwater ruin. Mm-hmm. That's what it says in like Jack Wikipedia or whatever chamber, whatever it's called. Uh-huh. As it raises up, it picks up a power cell and puts it on the top, and it shows it. And Ki- mm. you know, Kira's like, "Oh my god, there's a power cell!" And you're like, "Okay." <laughs> my kid brain was like, "I don't want to go into the water, so screw that." I press the button again, and if you raise, you can raise the chamber back down, and then the power cell's still right on top of it, and then you can use the uh, platforms that are down where all the glowing balls were you can use that to get back on top and get the power cell instead wow that's that that's fascinating i never thought of putting the chamber back down with a power cell on top like it's no very, very, yeah it's very 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 clever actually because you just take the power cell and you're still in the lost precursor city mm. nice <laughs> yes 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 mike can we just have some appreciation for that that scene as you're going up through the yeah. water i loved that <laughs> Under, yeah, underwater beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very cool. We were just talking about it, just a easy mission, but you know, don't forget to go back, you know, for the rest of the power cells. Because I mean you could easily just come out of there and then forget about the rest of the power cells that are still down yeah. there. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I think it's so early. I wonder how many people at like a younger age like me who played the game raised to the chamber and then just like oh this must be the end okay here i go let me just leave (laughs) (laughs) it's like no this level's just beginning Mm. okay so the next mission now is to quickly cross the dangerous pool Mm. they've got some weird names for their for their power cells (laughs) on this level i'm not gonna lie i i think they're just very legit like they're like legitly quickly cross the dangerous pool this is exactly what you do (laughs) yeah it's (laughs) Very unimaginative. <laughs> I think it's 
this game was originally originally made for mm. kids though too so maybe they wanted so, to make it simple enough so yeah it was definitely a challenge for me as a kid that part i mean later on as i grow oh. older and replay it it's just like yeah this is just a walkthrough you just walk right through and you grab it continue it's whatever yeah that's what i noticed it's a really really easy one right. like you just don't fall you just go and grab it like you say mm. it's ridiculous I think these, though, are one of the missions or kinds of missions that they kind of reprise later on in Jack 2, <laughs> doing them like Mar, the the, the mm. tests of manhood missions. Um, those yes. are very, very much... They are very reminiscent. And I think that's why I like those so much. It was like a nice bit of connective tissue to bring mm. the two games together. Mm, that is nice. Okay, are we ready to move on to the next power cell? That was quite a quick one, really. <laughs> it was a quickly cross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is reach the center of the complex. I did not like this one. I died a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a couple of spinning platforms, power cell in the middle, dark eco below. It that's the one that I meant. It's just a walk, walk in the park. You literally just walk. Yeah, yeah. Right through it. See, I found this. I did die like once or twice on this one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I just could not time the the switch when they twist over. I just roll jumped at the power uh -huh. cell, and then the animation <laughs> catches me. Oh, Great, nice, slick. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, that I hate the spinning lurkers because they're the worst enemy after the inflatable lurkers. Because the spinning lurkers, you just have to bust them. You cannot kill them in any other way. You cannot spin them. You cannot hit them. Mm. You cannot jump and spin them. You have to hit them, like with pressing X and square. So you have to be precise when you hit them in order to take them down. And they take a, a, a century to stop spinning, so you can hit them. <laughs> See, I like that one, though. I Because I like, you don't actually have to wait for them to stop either. You can just try and yeah. get really precise, yeah. and then it feels more satisfying. But they always hit me. <laughs> It's a bit tricky, <laughs> but that's what makes them an interesting enemy, I'd say. Mm. The next power cell. Does anyone else want to introduce it? It is a trap. Be careful. <laughs> but that's what's awesome. it called? <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> okay, so this power cell is called Reach the Bottom of the City, and yes. Well, well, yeah. Ah, yeah, because I didn't realize what, what was this power cell. It was the one that you were sliding down, and then when you finished sliding, it was the end of the... On the suites of the Dark Eco, that that power cell we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's when you get to the bottom of the slide, the second ah, slide. Okay, okay. Well, the slides are pretty dope. I love them. I like them, and I always get hit. Yes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, the the slides are one of the best experiences because you're like, oh, I don't have to hit the dark boxes, but I need to grab right. the brown boxes with that has the orbs inside. And if you don't hit the metal boxes that have the orbs, you have to fall to your death and restart the whole process again. <laughs> See, yeah, that's the did. only part about the slides I don't like is I cannot <laughs> ever get all the precursor orbs in one run. Yeah. There's a spot where, like, you have to jump over the... I can't... I don't know what the heck these things are called, but it's just, like, the metal, and then when you touch it, it's, it's, it's almost like it's burning. Oh, the electricity tubes, yeah. Oh, they're elect Okay, electricity, that makes sense. They're scattered throughout the tube as you're sliding down, but there's one that has dark eco boxes in front of it, that one I yeah. could almost never make as a kid. It annoyed the mm. hell out of me to try and jump and mm. make that one. You had to like find <laughs> just the right spot. What is, yeah. do you guys do we know what yellow eco does? I've forgotten which exactly fireball. it correlates to. What's that? Shoot, you shoot a fireball. You shoot a fireball, yeah. Oh, okay, it's fire. 
Well, is it like an electric fireball though? Like, hmm. why is it? It looks like electricity here. Is that the use? I don't know. It's like a. It's it's a it's a ball of plasma, basically. Mm, is what, yeah. Is what it really is because like they use it for the, you know, in the later games they use it for the yellow, uh, blaster. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. The exactly. yellow eco for the blasters, mm. and they're you know it it it's like plasma shots. It's so yeah. It's technically it's electric wow. fire. And. And it's also the only weapon you have to attack from distance. Uh, oh, and well. I love that they kept that. Isn't Wait. that the same in the Jack 2 games? That's the distance one as well. Correct. Lots of correlations. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Ready for the next mission? You wouldn't have guessed we're climbing yep. a slide tube. What does that even mean? I know. That's, it's the shit. They're the rubbish <laughs> names. Rubbish names. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> You're definitely sliding. It's okay. <laughs> You're climbing. You're, huh. And it doesn't even look like a slide tube. It's just like a tunnel. No, because I, th I thought it was referring to the yeah. slides at first, you know? The slides that we were just talking sense. about. I think it's climbing up a silo, really. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what it looks like. This is what I mean. Exactly. They need to put more thought into their mission titles. Yeah, climbing the silo would have made more sense. I do remember uh, <laughs> as a kid, though, yep. this was my trickiest, one of my trickiest levels to beat. Cause it, it could have been a nice the, little bit of the, prep, too, and a little bit of foreknowledge to the finale. The, yeah, the, uh, mm -hmm. what is it? Uh, the camera angle was a little wonky for me, and so it always, like, just, mm. like, I'd always be moving Jack almost in a wrong way, and, like, like it's yeah. it almost turns into like a two D platformer <laughs> in the sense that you're just constantly going to the right, mm. um, but you can right. move on different. You know, you can move Jack on a, the different axis and just fall right into the dark eco. And I do remember when uh, being stuck on this level so much. Right. I remember for the longest time, every time I get back into the game and knew I had to play that level, I tried to climb back up the slide because I just didn't want to oh. go up the tube. Because you can oh, kind of no. climb back up it. Like, if you roll jump, you can get up behind a box <laughs> that doesn't, like, not one of the yeah. death boxes. Yeah. And I, just, I was just like, I gotta, I can't do this. Uh, I gotta get out of here. But no, you have to climb yeah. that tube to get out of that <laughs> level. It is, that is right. rubbish. Like, you are stuck. Because if you have to either undo your save file, unless that is the last place you got, or you've just, you've got to do it. Like, you're stuck there. That's what the chamber's for. I see what you mean. That you go up. After with the balls, it's like this is your last chance. You can leave now and not yeah. have to get it to go up that thing. Mm. Also, the music—the music when you're doing this level is very yeah. anxiety intense. <laughs> Just the—I mm. can't think of the word, but yeah, it's I, intense. I love it. Suspenseful. I think it's the classic music that plays in every like, uh, like it's the same music that plays in the ambush mm. oh, missions. Yeah, ambush. It's the same, yeah, yeah quick, uh, quick timing music. But yeah, here it fits very nice because you have to be fast. In the ambushes, you can take your whole time mm. to beat them up. But here, you have to be fast. Yeah. It gets your blood pumping. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, technically, it is an ambush. You know, when you think about it, you're being ambushed by technology. Mm. <laughs> you know, because you're not expecting it when you hit that platform. You know, you're mm. just getting the power cell, and all of a sudden, you hear this click, and the door shuts. And then the dark ego starts rising, and mm. Dexter's freaking out. And we're all like, "Oh my gosh, what, is, what did I just do? How do I turn this thing off?" 
See, look, when you look into that, <laughs> like that area, though, I thought this is definitely fishy. There's no way that you are going to be able to just grab that power cell and leave. Exactly. As you like. <laughs> you know, there's something coming. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Whenever Dexter freaks out, I freak out. Mm. A... Why? What? Just because, like, he's the tell. Yeah, he, I mean, he he is a little just ball of anxiety, and it's uh. It was quite relatable when I was younger. It was just like, Aww. something's going to go on, like something's going to happen, and it's not going to be fun, and then Dexter would be the first to, to comment on it. So I always <laughs> knew something bad would happen whenever he's about to say anything at all, ever. Oh, that's quite sweet. A little insight into your childhood. <laughs> yeah, this game is a big part of my childhood, so. I love Dexter. Same. Very underrated sidekick, I think, yeah. in the pantheon of sidekick characters. But I just want to add that this is a very nice classic race to the top platforming mission that every mm. platforming game ever has one like this. Like uh, Crash has one, I think. Spyro has it. Like Cooper has it. Rats the Clang, I think, has one. So yeah, like oh. almost all platformers has a, a mission that something is rising and you have to be fast about it and get to the top. Right. I agree. Classic. I know you said it. Um, they mm-hmm. might have taken inspiration from Mario 64, and it does really remind me of that level. I don't know if you've played it on the Nintendo, you know, where you've got to go up that mountain to get to the bowling ball-looking king, and you've got to jump over the massive... Oh, my God. Good Lord, yeah, that is very reminiscent. <laughs> yeah, the bomb's battlefield. I am, yeah. I am stuck. I am stuck in this mission right now as we speak. Oh, Mario 64? Yeah, I'm replaying it right now through my Nintendo Switch. Oh, that's awesome. Talk about a coincidence. <laughs> I agree. Okay, so the next power cell, is this the final? It's the final main power cell before the flies. It's match the platform colours. Again, there's no timer for this, and it it doesn't take you back to the main area, but it is like the last mission, so you have to go through it all and find an exit. I did not like that. <laughs> uh, you mean yeah, you mean you mean the one that you have to jump from uh, ti- from uh, the one platform to the other and turn them all blue, right? Yeah, yeah. sorry, I jumped ahead then. Okay. Go on. No, I was just going to say sorry guys, I had a like a brain freeze right now because there is one more power cell when you reach the top of the sealed, of the slide tube. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah, so are there nine parcels in this? Because that's a good point. You just wrote, uh, yeah, because you wrote there are eight parcels, and I'm pretty sure there are eight parcels in the in the level. But which one would we miss? Well, we're sorry, our listeners, but we just missed one parcel. <laughs> There's only eight. I've got the wiki right mm, here. I don't know. Yeah, but just. Yeah, it just now snapped in me, and I'm like, but there is another parcel when you get to the top of it, and then there is the one you just wrote about uh, turning all the platforms blue and getting to the end. I guess they must have missed it, because, I mean, or I'm just being really arrogant (laughs) that it couldn't possibly be our mistake, or my mistake. (laughs) Mm. Mm. We'll have a look. We'll have a look and get back to you. Oh, God. Maybe that's the 101. Mm. <laughs> they forgot to add it in. No, but I think no, I think when you get the one hundred and one, like they're all there, I oh. think. And the sneaky little parcel, we will find it in the lava before the lava tube mission. But we will get there later. Yeah, will will someone walk through what the level is? Because I really jumped ahead with that doesn't take you back to the main area. Okay, so the whole idea <laughs> is you find a big room that it has a little tricky platforming that there's a platform that goes mm. side to side 
in front of the heating tube that I always get heat again. But <laughs> those are tricky. Yeah, when you get there, you find a big pool of uh, lighting water, and there are a lot of platforms. I think like around 20, 25 platforms inside of the water, and there is a floating lurker on top, which makes the things just a little harder. Oh, the puffer lurker. Yeah. Yeah, and you have to jump in each and every one of them, but you cannot jump in an, in a in a platform that you have already jumped on. So you need to find a path to jump on all of them, but the last one needs to be the one in front of the door so that it opens and yeah. you get the power cell. Right. Yeah, because those platforms are far apart, some of them. You have to really yeah. leap. Yeah. Well, there's different paths you can take as well. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I did it from like sort of the outside in. I honestly mm. wish they added more of those flying yeah. guys mm -hmm. in that level really? specifically. Well, you just got one. I mean... <laughs> I guess it would be more of a challenge. Yeah, like like Ortiz says, you just hit the one and then and then it's really not that much of a stress afterwards. So I think three would be a good... Mm. Have them, like, farther <laughs> out, too, not just... Because the one is kind of just really close. Yes, but when I'm playing my Jack and Daxter, I want to relax. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they might have gone easy because they know we just did the climb uh, the slide one. And that one was, I think it's the hardest one of the whole level. I did this matching platforms before I did that, though. Right. Really? It's weird that it's labeled oh. at the end. And then free seven scout flies. The end. <laughs> uh, I, I, we also, we never exclude scout flies. We need equality in this, in this podcast. They're always so, in. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to say they're scouts and they fly. No, I'm just joking. That's the last episode joke. No, I'm just going to say in this particular level, it actually needs some exploring to find all of them. Like you need to go in each and every corner of the level to find all the scout flies. They're not like in front of you all the time. So I like that right. because it, it, uh, you take more time to finish the level and you appreciate it more as a whole stage, which is I, a brilliant yeah. sta stage. And they, they so. include it in the colored tubes as well, don't they? One of them is for the scout fly. I do mm -hmm. like that. I, I, actually, two of them has scout flies in, and one has a oh, parcel. Wednesday. I okay. liked that because you didn't actually have to break a box for them, yeah. and it was kind of cool mm. seeing them just there and not in a box, because you usually... When I think scout fly, I think, okay, I'm going to break a box. So I always have the box in mind before the scout fly. Yeah, that's the go-to. Right. Mm, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it gives you a little something different to to look at, and you can actually see see them in more detail. Mm. Just floating. I around like what there. you said, Jesse. That mm -hmm. lurkers hide them <laughs> in the weirdest places. <laughs> in the strangest places, just like what Orestes was saying. You got to kind of explore, mm. you know, in all these weird places because the because I mean that's Kira says that the lurkers took them and hid them in boxes so I'm all like yeah. wow they hid them into the strangest places they shoved them into tubes I mean that is odd for a lurker to do <laughs> yeah it's like they were just playing with the pneumatic tubes and then just like sucked them up into the thing and left them there which I think that tubes were like more to transfer to transfer like uh, you know things from the lower level to the higher levels or to different levels of the stage so the tubes has a meaning there but they're also a challenge to do a platforming mission on them. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, now it is time for rename the mission. I really like this bit. I don't know about you guys. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have a name ready? Or should I go first? Take it away. <laughs> I would just say underwater. Um, oh, what was it called? Underwater mining. Because like, that's what I thought it was. Like, I think it's so much more suited to be like a mining place than a city, a yellow eco. 
Anyone else got a name? Atlantic Storage. Ooh, why? Why would you ever name it that? Like the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> and then it looks like it's a warehouse or a storage facility of some sort. So. Oh, I like it. Yeah, that does make sense. My Mine's kind of boring, but it's like, you know, it's underwater power facility. Underwater power facility. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the legit. That's technically yeah. what it is. That is, I mean, it's, yeah. it's like mining for power with the with the eco silos and stuff and it's got all this power surging through it with the, all the the wires and coils and all these machines. I can see that. You've sold the me glowing. The only thing <laughs> I'd change about the name is this, where it says city because I think we all agree does mm. not give city vibes but I do like Lost Precursor so I would mm. name it Lost Precursor Facility. Ooh. <gasps> I think that's a better name. I, like I do like mm. that. Yes. Yeah. I like keeping the precursor. Well, my excuse the dog from the background. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I could I, I I cannot control the dogs of the neighborhood, <laughs> sadly. Uh, okay, I was just going to say that uh, I completely forgot to think of one, but I just figured one <laughs> out. Very very nice. Do you know coral reefs? Yes. Uh, is it a film? No, I mean coral reefs, like inside oh, right. of the water that they have corals and their reefs. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but this is a precursor reef. Ooh. <laughs> I like that too. Like the the precursor reefs. Yeah, the precursor reefs. I like that. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's... That's a pretty name. Yeah, thanks. That would have been a good idea for an underwater level that they could have done if they had been able to do such things. Yes. Yeah, that mm, would be a good name true. for that. Yeah. yeah, because like the water is not so, it, it is deep, but it's not so deep. So it's like a reef, you know, a coral reef probably. So, but it doesn't have corals. It has precursor technology down there. So, right. and those animations yeah. of the, uh, the the platform thing coming up through the water, those are really pretty too. I, I don't know. They are. I feel Definitely. like they maybe could have mm -hmm. done it if they had had more time and more uh, more money. That's what confuses me, though, when you guys say the water's shallow. Like, we see them come up out of the Lost Precursor City and the water's really deep. What do you mean it's shallow? What? It, mu it must be off, like, mm. the shelf. It's, sh like, it's it's right at the the drop-off. It's right at the drop-off. I want to say it comes up from yeah. the depths, and when it's floating, it kind uh -huh. of moves forward and probably just reaches oh, okay. the shallow part that the lurker shark is just like oh i can't i can't get over there oh okay that makes more sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so as you said it's right before the drop off he said the right word there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so that brings episode 10 our first actual milestone to an end yay Thank you for listening. If anyone wants to give us their own opinions on anything discussed, I'll leave the details for our email in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And that is all. Thanks for watching and listening. Thank you for listening. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Have, have a nice day. Love you. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. You got your own opinions? Want to throw your weight around? Email the show. Details in the show notes. Yes. You have to add something about an easy mission? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Talk about the water, man. Come on. <clears throat> the blue text. Oh, you were calling my <laughs> color. Blue is my color. favorite color. And, <laughs> and yeah. 
Okay. She she just randomly said blue. I thought she was talking about the water. <laughs> <laughs>